Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Inside Access with Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 The Fan. Biggest story for us is, is uh, you know, winning the game at the end of the game, making the plays that need, need to be made, and not making the errors that cost you an opportunity to win the game. So, we'll regroup, we'll go to work, and we're going to find ourselves as a football team. That's what we've got to do right now. Find ourselves as a football team. We have an opportunity to be a very good football team. We can be as good as we want to be and decide to be, and we're going to go to work with everything we've got to get that done. Uh, any any lost team, you know, no matter what happened within the game, you know, it's. Like I said, we try to overcome mistakes. It's NFL football that happened, but any loss hurt. You know, it's going to stay regardless of no matter what the score is, how close it was, it's going to stay regardless. You heard from John Harbaugh. You heard from Lamar Jackson. And you probably felt like you'd seen this script before as you were watching Giants and Ravens yesterday. Ravens 2010 lead with uh, just a little over, what, under 13 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. Still have that 2010 lead with under 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. But the Giants are able to rally, score 14 unanswered, defeat the Ravens 24-20. to And Jason, I know the players are probably tired of talking about it. But I think if you ask most of the fans, they're probably tired of watching it, and it seems like uh, just deja vu all over again a little bit. Sure. I, I will give you a stat. The Ravens are the 39th team in NFL history to hold a double-digit lead in their first six games. They're the only one to not have a winning record. Yeah. You know, breaking the game down, talking to Bobby D, you know what I mean, Saying, getting some of his thoughts, preparing for that segment – Going through the game book, rewatching some of the plays. I guess my biggest takeaway is like they're not a bad football team. They're not a great football team. To me, they're a good football team that is not a smart football team. They they don't manage collectively game situations the way the best teams, at least the best teams right now. Are it's 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 finding ways to beat yourself, and you do start to wonder at a certain point how much of this is mental, how much of this becomes a self fulfilling prophecy, how much of this is a group of guys, whether they're conscious, you know, whether it's subconscious or consciously thinking at critical moments in the game, specifically fourth quarter. Are we going to find a way to bleep this up rather than sort of the collective mindset being in so much as there is one with 53 guys and 20 coaches 
being we're gonna we're gonna step on somebody's neck today and we're gonna like get this out of our system. I I I, I just keep coming back to they don't play smart football. No. They don't manage leads well. Period. Um and I don't know like we play the blame game and is it this, is it that, is it this, is it that? But this is what I do know, T Bone. They don't have a talented enough roster to think that 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 like some individual other than Lamar is going to like put this thing on their back or do Herculean things at her at, at key moments. Like they're not they're they're not that. This isn't a, this isn't last year's Rams where okay. Half the team might be below average, but Aaron Donald and the quarterback and Cooper Cup, like we've got six dudes who are going to get us to the problem. This ain't that. So they better figure something out collectively in terms of their mental approach to this and how they handle critical moments in games because they're they're a, a good, I would say, above average football team whose collective football IQ does not seem above average. What's been made abundantly clear over this three-game stretch is when Lamar isn't special and he has not looked good Mm -hmm. throwing the football over these past three games, not looked good at all. When he isn't special, it is extremely hard for this football team to win. And when you just break down the raw numbers, they outgained the Giants 406 to 238, outrushed them 211 to 83. They averaged seven yards per play. Yes. And the Giants averaged 3.8. The Ravens, especially in the first half of this game, dominated it. Dominated it every way they could besides the scoreboard. And I kept saying to my grandfather, watch it, like, they're hanging around, talking about the Giants. They're hanging around. They're hanging around. And then, like you mentioned, Jason... Beating yourself, the the low IQ. They had five pre-snap penalties. Yep. Oh, yeah, and including one at the end where you got to call timeout. And another bad snap. I mean, what other franchise has been talking about bad snaps since twenty nineteen? Yeah. And then when Lamar makes that boneheaded play after the bad yep. bad snap, you're compounding the issue. Always it penalty. Was, it is dumb football. Mm, it was, AJ Klein had the bad penalty. Out yes, fortunately cost him. But we never saw this. The first 33 times Lamar was given a 10-point lead, they were 31-2. and two. They're 2-3 two and three in those instances this year. It's befuddling, Ken. I'm just – the lack of football IQ is one of the things that yeah. bothers me because, like, if you're going to get beat, you're going to get beat. But missed assignments against Miami, uh, penalties – just, just dumb football. It's a bad play. snap in the Miami game. Yes, uh, they're Lamar- lucky they got away with a bad snap in Cincinnati last week. They're lucky Duvernay turned uh, an aborted play into a twelve-yard yeah. game. Lamar, when they go for it against Buffalo, uh, Harbaugh's thinking, okay, worst case scenario, incomplete pass. They start at the two. Lamar throws the pick in the end zone. Lamar yesterday, bad snap. You know what? Throw the damn football right. away and punt, or just no, eat it, yeah, whatever. Yeah, or take the sack and punt. Instead, he's trying to make a play. Throws across his body to Pat Ricard. Gets picked off. They start at the thirteen yard line, down three. That those kind of things. The Ravens took a ten point lead against the Giants on the Andrews touchdown pass. What did the defense do with a chance to step on their neck? Let him go right down the field. They had shut down Saquon Barkley 
for three quarters. I think he had 22 yards going into the fourth quarter. Ran the ball down their throats in the fourth quarter and easily scored a touchdown. Made Wendell, is it Wandale Robinson? Wandale Robinson looked like uh, Jerry Rice yesterday in the second half. Like, if I would, and I, I think I texted it to you guys earlier, if I would have been in a five year coma, and woke up just in time to watch the second half of that game yesterday, and I didn't know anything about either team, I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback. Like well, th- Daniel that's, Jones managed the game better than Lamar Jackson. Th- this is where we are right now. That And, and that's – that's it's not good, Jason. No, it's not good. And, and And look, they allowed a big return on special teams. They had two boneheaded special teams penalties. Like you can you, – when the margins are this slim – when you when you can't run away and hide, when all your scores are one score games, and you keep losing a lot of one score games, it's it's at the margins. It's those extra yards in penalty or somebody taking a bad lane and letting a guy get twenty more yards on a kick return than he should. But and you, T Bone, all those numbers you gave out about the defense are legitimate. But I would also point out. That they couldn't get off the field in the second half. No, they there can't. was a stretch of time where between outright conversions and penalties, the Giants completed seven of eleven third downs, and a lot of them were third and twelve, and third and fourteen, and third and seven. Right, a third and four for a touchdown. The Giants had the ball for over nineteen minutes in the second half. Part of that's because the defense couldn't get off the field, and that's the issue where the defense, especially over this three-game stretch now, has been dominant. For three quarters yep. and dominant for stretches, and you only gave up 40 combined points to the Bengals and the Bills. But it's not always how many points you give up, it's when you give those points up. And that is happening far too frequently in the fourth quarter. And the only thing that they could really count on to be perfect, to be automatic, even Justin 58. Tucker. 58 still. I mean, that ain't a chip shot well, even for him. That's why. I, like When when they kicked a 58-yard field goal in last the middle week. of the third quarter last week, I said, how many teams in the NFL are doing that? Just one. And then they, I think it was 56 yesterday. 56, yeah. And he doinks it off the upright. Like You put yourself in these situations where the margin is so slim, and he's a human being. He's going to miss these every once in a while. Well, we have a lot to chat about today yes. as the Ravens lose to the Giants. A team that could easily be 6-0 and is sitting at 3-3 three and three with Cleveland looming. This was you, you put this on the board I last week. I did not I did not account for them beating themselves. Do, I, do I, you want to put the Brownies on the board? Uh, no, I really oh, okay. I'm just mistaken. asking. I just wanted to see. Uh, yeah. You wanted to ride your hot yeah, streak. I know. I, yeah, no? My, nothing, I, in, nothing in Sharpie this week. I, I got tainted by Stone, I think. Uh, but, uh, hey, coming That's, up test-wise... Uh, I hope jo- there was no pictures. It's our weekly Monday <laughs> guest, Jonas Schaefer, Baltimore Sun, covers the Ravens. We'll talk to him at 3.30. Bobby DePaul, what the film tell him from yesterday? He'll tell us at 5. And our friend Cordell Woodland, who covers the Ravens for 105.7 The Fan, joins at 5.30. It's all football, all the time, all Monday long. Um, and uh, T-Bone, I don't think you were here for this discussion, so we're going to have a uh, we're gonna have an all-fair meeting on air but we got to dig more into Lamar in this next segment, right? We're yeah. going to table that wide receiver thing for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Just to, that Lamar Jackson, is he becoming an on-field problem? We will discuss next here on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. Jason and Tim sit in the bleachers. Ken sits in his brother's seats behind home plate. Inside Access, 1057 The Fan. Catch and throws, intercepted. Giants have it with Julian Love. Love weaving 
through, tackled inside the 15. What a turn of events. I feel like we was having some successful drives though, second half. I don't want to say they, they packaged the spell us up. We just had little mistakes. You know, we fixed those little errors and we put points on the board and we, we lined it up how we supposed to. We just had little mishaps. You heard Iron e- Iron Eagle with the call. Lamar Jackson compounds a bad snap by making a horrible decision trying to hit pa- Patrick Ricard across his body. It's intercepted, return inside the 15, and Lamar talks about small mistakes like lining up wrong on a third and one where they get the first down and get called for a penalty. That was the preceding play before the interception. But the interception and then the fumble on the drive afterwards, those aren't little mistakes. Those are big mistakes. And Lamar Jackson, the guy that we talk about putting the cape on, Jason, he hasn't put the cape on. Uh, I'd make the argument, you know, maybe a play here or there during these games, but he hadn't put the cape on since New England. Well, yes and no. Because if you take out his 77 yards rushing and what he does to make, let's face it, a journeyman guy like Kenyon Drake look special, yeah, that's putting the cape on. Like, there's not too many people you could put in the pistol with Kenyon Drake who are going to create these sort of mismatches. And the offensive line blocked it up well, and they've got Pat Ricard. So, like, his mere presence is still cape-like. Sure. They don't run for... 200 yards without Lamar Jackson. But, but when we talk about him putting on the cape, it's putting him, the team on his back and winning football games. Well, he, 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 stole, he has to do that every week. Yeah. Um, it didn't happen this week. It was not one of his best games. Uh, they're not finishing drives in the red zone. That's a problem. It was a problem last year. They were pretty good at it. Right? Five for five in, against New England. It's, it's been a, a problem since. Um, I, I don't, you know... We can talk about they don't have pass catchers. Like, they just don't, Mm-mm. you know. Then it seemed like Wink was okay with Andrews getting his or whatever. I don't know. A lot of free runners. And so Lamar fed him, but there's there's nobody else really doing much of anything. But I think we also need to tip our caps to Wink Martindale. Um, he had been blitzing 40% of the time, 39%. He blitzed Lamar on 61% of his dropbacks. He blitzed Lamar more than anybody's been blitzing this league in a game this year. And Lamar went 9 of 19 for 103 yards, 5.4 per attempt, one touchdown, one interception, two sacks, a QB rating of 59.8. He came into the league 117.1, top five in the NFL against the Blitz. So... And do I think some of the stuff Wink was doing pre-snap had something to do with the false start, oh, send the bad snaps yes. and all that? Do I think he was maybe in their head a little bit? I do. I we'll do. see what ultimate football guy Bobby DePaul has to say about that at five. So, you know, he played a lot of the the, the cover one, 40, 47% of the time he's a cover one. We told you guys last week and through Friday, Lamar's going to see a lot of single high stuff. He struggled against it this year. He really struggled against it in New England. He struggled against it Sunday. So, you know, I, I think you have to give the opponent a tip of the cap. But T-Bone, the state of the passing game, man, it just feels more constricted. It feels tighter. It feels like they're in the red zone even when they're not in the red zone. Like like there's just not a whole lot of space to it. There's not a whole lot of downfield thrust to it. And that's my opinion when it comes to the Lamar Jackson discussion where – He's always going to be a factor in the ground game, whether it's his legs or just the threat of his legs, and that can open up things for King on Drake. But from a pure passing standpoint, 
he hasn't been good over the no. past three weeks. And, and not accurate either. Turn, turning the ball over at an alarming uh, uh, rate. Four interceptions, 60% completion percentage, but 5.6 yards per attempt. This offense, passing offense, has not been able to push the ball downfield since the first couple weeks of the season. And just off the top of my head, I'm talking air yards. Obviously, Bateman had that 75-yard catch and run for a touchdown against the Dolphins. But a deep ball air yards-wise to get completed was to Bateman, the 55-yarder mm. against the Jets. They can't push the ball downfield right now. Well, who's who's doing the pushing? Well, who's he pushing it to? Yeah. And, 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 no, look, I get look, it. Wallace I, was open in the sidelines to a uh, week yes. five, and, and, and he's and had some overthrows. Yeah, and Duvernay was open but to like, place Portland. And Portland. from a schematic defensive standpoint, like Duvernay is twitchy and Duvernay's fast, but against that blitz 61% of the time, Duvernay was the underneath guy. If you go look at Duvernay's routes run, they're, they're all pretty much short and intermediate. He wasn't an outside flyer. They haven't replaced Hollywood Brown. And I'm not saying Hollywood's special. And Hollywood season's probably over. Yeah, but his foot yesterday. They don't even have that decoy guy. You know, Robinson's still running more routes than Duvernay. That's just a fact. He ran 29. Duvernay ran 27. He's not running by anybody. So, I, I, yeah, I think it's a problem. That's I feel like each week... The, the air gets sucked a little more out of that balloon. Well, that's a question that we were asking prior to the season is, is this offense conducive to pushing the ball down the field given the personnel that they have? And we talk about every single year, receiver, 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 and we're going to keep talking about because it's still an alarming issue and it's getting exasperated by Rashad Bateman being out the past well, well, two weeks. Here's the thing. When you choose to bargain basement shop for your receivers – when you, and I'm talking about free or agency. Or draft right. and develop, that, no, which you suck at. Well, that, well that, that, that's where I'm going. If you choose to bargain basement shop for the receivers you sign in free agency or trade, then you better hit on the guys you draft. And they haven't hit on the – and I, I still think highly of Bateman. But they don't have that – like, I'm watching the Eagles last night, and A.J. Brown's just an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb's an absolute stud. Like, you watch games, and you – Stephon Diggs. Yes. Th- th- you see him all around the league. And, it, like, the Ravens do not have well, that guy. How many have been available? Devontae Adams was available. Yep. Tyreek Hill was available. We want, we talked about Diggs when that happened. DeAndre like, Hopkins. They could have got in on any of that. Yeah. They don't. They don't. Well, you know why they don't want to do it? They don't want to spend. And then the owners got to go pay him twenty million dollars a year, twenty five million dollars a year. He's got to pay him like a quarterback. They don't do that. Well, That's he, how you end up in the bottom third of payroll every year. But it's not. They're getting. Paid you don't like want a, to do that. They're getting paid like a wide receiver though, because yeah. quarterbacks are getting much more than they well, were. Well, they're getting paid like a quarterback was three years yeah. ago. You don't have to pay draft picks. And DaCosta said when he came in, going to take more swings at the position, and he has. High picks, two first-round picks on a Marquise Brown, Rashad Bateman. Miles Boykin he traded up for in the third round. Duvernay was a third-round pick. Wallace was a fourth-round pick. You aren't getting the production. He's not hitting on these high draft picks, and that's why they're in this situation. Yes, you can go out and spend, but when you're using premium picks and you're still at this point, going back to the start at 2019, that's an issue. 
Five catches on 11 targets for 45 yards. That is the entirety of their wide receiver production yesterday. Now, some of this goes on the receiver, but like Lamar Jackson misses Duvernay on first and goal from the five. He's got to hit that. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson, we talked about that game. Uh, what was it? The, the game against Cincinnati? Duvernay open, Wallace open. You got to hit those. When the, when the layups are there, hey, the ball to Andrews got tipped. Maybe Andrews still should have caught that. It hit him right in the chest. You make those plays, it's a different football game. And going to halftime, at, we'll finish where we started. I thought this game felt like a blowout, and you're up three points. Like, that's ugly. Like, the way they dominated the, the scrimmage from between the 20s, this game should have been over, and instead you're up three at the half. They're not a they're not a smart football team. Well, that that is uh, definitely they the case. They don't handle in-game success very well. Inside access here on a fantastic but sad Monday. Maybe the warmest day left of 2022 as it's going to cool down Jeez. the rest of this week. You've got that. You, you've done your. You've uh, looked I, at the long-term uh, meteorological uh, dude, forecast. I'm aware of how long I can wear shorts, and it, uh, the temperature is going to drop the rest of this week. So uh, well, you heard hey, it from Gigi. Hey, coming up at the bottom of this hour, we're going to be taking your calls about this game four one zero five eight three one zero five seven. But coming up next, our first of two six packs. We look at the defense. Our observations next here on the fan inside access it's jason and ken's six pack presented by weathermaster windows get top rated windows with a lifetime guarantee for under 215 dollars visit wmwindow.com and get an estimate in 60 minutes or less inside access to what the boys are drinking <laughs> i mean thinking 1057 the fan it's time for our defensive observations. That's first. Later on the show, we'll do our offense, but let's get started. Number six. Number six for me is the Ravens' defense did get four sacks, but in the second half, they couldn't get close to Daniel Jones, and he seemed to have a clean pocket and pick that Ravens' defense apart. So early returns good, late returns bad. Yeah, there, there were a few silver linings, a few positives to take out of this, and I've got it. Uh, slightly higher. My six is the other team holds the ball for 19 minutes and 10 seconds. You you might be in trouble in the second half. You 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 that might be a recipe for blowing another two digit lead in the second half is losing the time of possession battle by almost you know two thirds in the second half. And and they did corral Barkley. Um. For the most part, but he had 73 combined yards in the second half, which would put him on pace for, duh, almost 150 combined yards. So everything they did in the first half was great, but Barkley was clearly a factor in this comeback, and Barkley was a major factor in them holding the ball so long, which allowed them to manifest that comeback. Number five. You gotta like. Better hope the cavalry's coming with Houston, and uh, I guess Bowser. eventually a Jabo and Bowser, because the edge play was was atrocious, and and always going to show up in my six pack twice. But the combination of him being a nothing burger pretty much all year with the pass rush, at least in terms of really impacting things, and a ridiculous penalty. And JPP being held completely off the, the stat sheet in what was a revenge game for him. 
Like, as much as I love the interior D-line, I'll get to them in a minute, this was a complete nothing event for them getting anything off the edge. It's just, it's it's a broken record. Yeah, a lot of deja vu stuff here. My five is they shut Saquon Barkley down for three quarters. I think he had 23 yards rushing heading into the fourth quarter. Alas, it's a four-quarter four football game. And Saquon Barkley finished with 83 yards and a touchdown and really ran the ball down their throats a bit in the fourth quarter when the defense could not get off the field. Number four. Number four is stupid penalties. Like always uh, 15-yard penalty. Marcus Peters grabbing all over. Uh, I forgot who that was in the end zone where he had the pick. And then they, they call it back, and, of course, they score on the next play. And that was one of the few plays in the fourth quarter where they got any kind of pass rush and kind of forced Daniel Jones to throw the ball behind his receiver. Peters may have, and he didn't know this at the time, but he may have had a pick anyway because of the, the forced mistake. Alas, did you, when you don't play smart football, you don't give yourself much of a chance. The margins become slim, and dumb penalties don't help. My four is the young interior defensive lineman, eight. Um, if that, if they, you know, Matabike is having a season. Um, I mean, I, I think Matabike would be their defensive MVP for the for the first well. third of the season for me. Uh, and then what Jones is now giving them, if those two can do this, then you that allows you to keep Calais maybe on a little more of a pitch count. And then may, I'm dreaming big here. And then maybe like Bowser and Houston give you more than OA and JPP are giving you, and you've got a real D line. But the Campbell, Jones, Matabike each having a sack, five quarterback hits. That's feasting. Number three. I was going to say the early nod, at least, to Jason, just because I like Matabike would get a game ball for me if we were if they won the game. Yeah, Yeah. won the game. And slowly he keeps making steps moving forward. I believe he already has a career high in sacks. Oh, yeah. The old man Calais Campbell showing up as well. So that was good to see yesterday. It's our defensive observations continue. I hope I don't blow the lead like the Ravens. Um, They played great defense. You hold a team under four yards per play, that's freak show stuff. You should, you know, hold them under, what, 250 yards, net yards. You should win. But uh, how do you undermine yourself? Well, they, they, (laughs) they gave up scores on three of their last four drives. And, I mean... It's a trend. Field goal, touchdown, touchdown, kneel down. That's the Giants' last four drives. Cincinnati's last five drives. Touchdown, field goal. You get the queen interception. Downs at the two where Dum Dum should have taken the field goal. Touchdown. The Buffalo game. Last five drives. Touchdown, field goal. Touchdown, away sack. Game-winning field goal. A lot of those long drives, 12, 9, 10, 11, 13, 15, 11, 12, 14 play drives. That's who this defense is. And so if you're going to allow drives like that late and you're not going to force them for three, and in this case, again, they didn't, that's how you lose. Three out of five in the red zone for the Giants. My my three was, I guess, your five, I think, and that's the outside pass rush, and they got absolutely zero from it. Oway gave them nothing. Jason Pierre-Paul gave them nothing. Uh, I think... Bowser's going to be practicing this week. You get him back. Hopefully get Houston back because they need it because they got zero. Friend. And then, oh, wait, you add that 15-yard penalty. You make making a bad situation worse. Absolutely zip from the outside pass rush. Number two. 
Number two is in the second half, they made Daniel Jones look like the better quarterback on the field, which is a, a hard thing to do. We talked all last week about how Daniel Jones stinks. But if you give any quarterback time and a clean pocket, he's going to make plays. And in the second half, the Ravens let Daniel Jones have a clean pocket, and he was able to complete passes. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson struggled. My two, it's, this is going to be in, in two in a lot of these games unless they fix it. At some point, the three first-round picks that you invested in your deal, at some point, more than one of them has to show up in the same game. We're, we're through six of them now. And in this one, okay, Queen shows up. But Hamilton's limited to 16 plays in coverage, and it's almost all in dime or sort of 7-D back, if you want to call that jumbo dime packages, um, including he's on the field for the 3rd and 12 conversion, the 3rd and 14 conversion. Um, he's just he's not impacting the football game. Let's be real. And Owe had a terrible game by any measure. You have that much invested in certain key cogs, you got to get something out of them. Maybe even two on the same Sunday. Alas, it seems to be the impossible dream. Number one. They've been a good third down defense for the most part this year, but you collapse. You Giants start the game, they're one for four converting on third downs. It doesn't look like they have a whole lot going. They get the third and 14, they convert to third and 12, they convert to third and four on that drive for a score. From that third and the, the first third and long they converted their T bone until the Daniel Jones kneel down. On third down at the end of the game, the Giants convert seven of 11 third down opportunities, either on their own or via boneheaded penalties. That's why they held the ball for 19-10 in the second half. That's why, in large part, they won the game, coupled with their failings on offense, stupid penalties, procedural stuff. That's that's how you keep losing double-digit leads to teams that aren't, even in this case, that offensively gifted. Yeah, number one is it's the same old story. This defense can't close. Like they, Mark Andrews catches that touchdown pass. It's 2010, and there's under 13 minutes left in the fourth quarter. You step on their throats on that drive, you probably win the football game. Get them off the field, but what do they do? They let the Giants go right down the field and score a touchdown, and then the turnover, and then another touchdown, and it's over. And and this defense, at some point, they got to make a fourth quarter play. They haven't really all year. Way to take down the ginger gorilla. You guys had similar. You guys had similar number ones, but you've been pounding the three first round pick thing for a while, and rightfully so, because how they perform ultimately is going to determine in a long way where this defense is ranked and how impactful this defense is. And away a couple weeks ago, I got off the schneid, got the sack, but Queen, he had a good week one, then he struggled, now he had a good week this week, and Hamilton, he had the strip of Aguilar in the pit. They haven't all clicked at once, and honestly, I don't even think they've had two of them. No, they've never had click, two of them no. play click, a, a positive game. Click at once, but the third down issues, and I think that's so huge for them in the second half because they seemingly lose time of possession every single week in the second half of football games. Inside Access, we've talked a lot so far about this game yesterday. Now it's your turn. 410-583-1057 is how you can text Tony Baloney, but it's also how you can call us. We're taking your calls next. Who do you blame for yesterday's loss? How are you feeling about this football team as they sit at 3-3? Three and three? Your call's next here on The Fan. Inside Access. Every game, every interview, every take. 105.7, the voice of the fan. 
lose 24-20, blow another double-digit lead, sit at 3-3. Three and three. We want to hear from the people. 410-583-1057. Let's go out to the phone lines and start things with Larry on the east. Oh, I have need to do this and then do this and then do this. And then now, Larry, on the eastern shore. Larry, you're on the fan. Hey, guys. Hey there. Uh, we've been talking about, you know, different names for Monday, Frustration Monday. It's, it's just got to be Realization Monday. I mean, that we have an undisciplined defense that makes stupid penalties at the worst times. Uh, we've got an off- offense that has five pre-snap penalties, and we have a playground quarterback who, for every great play he makes, he makes one dumb play. So, I mean, you know, it, they're a 500 team, and I think that's just what they are. I mean, the, the hitting the guy out of bounds. I haven't heard anybody mention that. Oh, I mean, we did. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean – I just don't know what, what else we expect. Uh, there are no wide receivers to throw to, and you, you know, the, the other team just has to cover a tight end. So let's just come to the realization they're a 500 team, and I'm not – I don't – I think they've let every other team in the AFC North back into this thing, and they've given them hope, and uh, that's the worst thing you can do. Appreciate the call. They're, like I, I said, they're an average slightly – I'd say they're slightly above average team. And I think – Something that frustrated me last year, and maybe you could give more credence to it because they were so decimated by injuries during their six-game losing streak. And it was, oh, you know, four or five of them within four. It's a loss. There's no moral victories in football. I get it. They have led pretty much throughout all of their losses. But they lost, and Mm. there's reasons for that. Like the caller saying, the third and one. The play before that Lamar Jackson threw the pick and he had the illegal formation, Lamar got the first down on the quarterback sneak, and then it gets to a point, you get one more first down, you're out of that football game. Yeah, you win. But the mental mistake there, you punt it back, or excuse me, then you compound it with a bad snap, interception, short field, giant score three plays later. That's losing football. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Kai's in Reichertown. Kai, you're on the fan. Hey, fellas. How you doing? Hey there. I just want... My biggest, one of my biggest questions was, why wasn't Duvernay? And it seems like he wasn't in the game plan. The week before, he had a great game. It seemed like they was trying to force it to Robinson early, and I was like, what is going on with that? And on top of that, we stopped running the ball. The old line was in trouble uh, when one of the guys went out, but they, they you know, the, the run blocking was pretty good. So they took they took that away. It seems like every time something's going good for the team. We just stopped doing it, and I don't understand that. And I, and what I'm what I'm really hoping that, like to be honest with you, Lamar, I think he's a bit frustrated, and I th- I think he's need to sit down with his mom and talk to her, and say, look, because you can see it's clearly something wrong with this team. And and Harbaugh, last thing Harbaugh, he got to get it right. I mean, I know you can veto if you see something going on, just like when uh, Cam Cameron was here and he wanted to throw the ball all around the yard. And, 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 you know, certain plays, it predicted just to give it to Gus Edwards, and he wasn't in the game. He was missing that. What's, what is going on, Harper? Are you the head coach? Like, tell those guys, run the damn ball, man. Appreciate the call. Yeah, what frustrated me in the first half, they'd run the ball up and down the field and then get close to the red zone and start throwing the ball, and drives were stolen. Well, look, the Duvernay thing, I. Wink blitz 61% of the time. He was bringing pressure, and Duvernay was more of an underneath guy. He was more of a safety valve uh, type proposition for Lamar than a deep shot. I mean, these are the five targets to Duvernay in the game. 
Um, he did try deep shot with him um, in the first quarter on a second and five uh, that was defended. They had the connection for 14 yards. Then he he tried him short middle on a first and 10, a check down. The ball got batted away. Uh, he did run a deep route from the left side, was overthrown in the uh, second quarter. And then he was uh, flanked out sort of on the left side on a first and five, and Lamar underthrew him on him trying to you know pick up an early down first down. He There it wasn't a lot of deep stuff. I don't think they were going to get a lot of deep stuff because Wink was going to attack them. But to Kai's point, though, about Roman getting away from the run, and I don't think we brought this up yet, when they had first and goal at the five on their opening drive of the second half, and they passed it three straight oh, yeah. times instead of running it. And King on Drake broke off a 21-yard run earlier that drive. And Drake is a whole... Had six second half carries, which is odd <laughs> considering yeah. all the Well, they didn't have the ball. The other team had the ball in 19 minutes. Go back out to the phone lines, Rashawn. You're on the fan. Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? I mean, good afternoon. Hey, all good. We feel you. Yeah, yeah. Rashawn, I met you. Morning, I think we met your aunt at the casino last Sunday. Oh, yeah. You know what? Bob told me uh, that you seen my aunt down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was oh. nice to meet her. Yeah, that's good, man. But, um, man, yesterday, man, that was a rough game, man. I'm mad at my homeboy, Dustin, man, because he, he convinced me to go back up to New York for the second time this year, <laughs> you know, on the bus trip with my people, with Brian from Be More Roundtown, you know, it was a great bus trip, by the way. But, you know, first of all, that's an ugly stadium, man. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. one of the ugliest stadiums in the, in the, in the league, in my opinion. Like, like, have y'all been to that place? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I know y'all seen the outside of nah, it, man. I've been like, there. It was no thought on, you know, putting that together. It's like a big air conditioner. Yeah, it's that's not very aesthetically pleasing. There's no bells or whistles. Exactly. You know, but other than that, who I put this loss on, man, you know, I'm putting our great leader, Lamar Jackson. You know, you can't have them um, turnovers in critical times like that. And um, who was he throwing the ball to when that on that high snap? He was just trying to just Ricard. No, he was throwing to Ricard. Oh, like I mean, just I don't know. He was trying to. For something to happen, man. You know, just 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 throw the ball away, or even take the sack and punt the ball away. Well, exactly. It was third town, right? Yep. yep. Just eat it. Yeah. Yeah. Just eat it. You know. So I mean, I hate the blame. I, I don't criticize Lamar ever, hardly, man. But you know, sometimes it's definitely needed. No, I. You know? You're I, Rashawn. Now, thanks for the call. You're absolutely right. I, I, we came in the open. And I said, like, this is this guy. He quite frankly hadn't been good the last three games. In the fourth quarter yesterday, he was bad. Let's go to Eric and Glenn Burney. Eric, you're on the fan. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? So, um, that game was awful yesterday. Uh, my uh, four-year-old toddler now knows to say WTF from uh, <laughs> me screaming yesterday. Um, but just a question, because I can't really get an answer. What is going on with Kyle Hamilton? Because he's so bad that he's maybe the biggest bust since Prashad oh, Perryman. Geez. He is literally... He's a literally worse draft pick than David Ojabo, and he hasn't even played yet because he's a negative impact whenever he takes the field. I don't, I don't understand what's going on. He was, like, hailed as this great pick that we got. He was, like, the fifth best player in the draft. We took him 14 overall, and he's literally bad for us whenever he's on the field. Just, just a reminder for Jason, I, I was told from somebody I trust he was number four on their board. Yeah, their board like they had him. They, their board was stacked going into the draft. He they had him fourth. We're six games in. Take a deep breath. So what's wonder wrong? where Thibodeau might have been like twenty fifth? Oh, pass rush, man. We could get anybody. Yeah. We'll just grab a yeah. no way or whatever we, at the end of the first yeah, round. We know we know pass rush. We appreciate it. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know. I can't call this kid a bust. Like 
He didn't like. Is he helping them win football games? No. Is he a winning football player for them right now? No. Are they trying to hide him? Yeah, they're hiding him. He's playing in dime packages and and packages when there's seven defensive backs on the field. Twelve guys played more snaps than him on defense in this game. Uh, Only 16 plays in coverage. It it is what it is. Geno Smith, they think, helps them win football games right now. Stone. Geno Stone. Geno Smith's helping Seattle. Geno Smith, and he's, look at him. Yeah. Leading the league in passer rating. They think Geno Stone is a the coaches, at least, think he's more of a winning football player for them right now than Kyle Hamilton. At some point in time, that that has to change. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Andy's in Dundalk. Andy, you're on the fan. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey there. I don't call all that often, but I know you guys are probably tired of hearing me when I say what I'm about to say. <laughs> when does it become John Harbaugh's fault? He Before this season started, we lost 19 games that we were winning at halftime or in the second half by double digits, and now we've lost 22 that we were winning in the second half by double digits. When does it stop being the coach's fault, the player's fault? When does it become Harbaugh's fault? He's a horrible coach, and I don't care if, like you guys tell me all the time, the ones that are on the air, the guys who answered the phone agree with me for the most part, Mm. but when, when does it not he'll get a job tomorrow if we fire him today? We'll let him get a job tomorrow. You could hire Charlie Manson, but I don't want him as oh, my Oh, jeez. I don't either. think that would work well. Tomorrow. He does have a killer instinct. Is he still alive? Charlie Manson? Manson? Yeah, I think he's still in prison, yeah. Stone, now you've been brought into the conversation. Yeah, oh, Do yeah. you Sheesh. want Harbaugh fired? Are you no. are you silently whipping these callers up and saying, hey, I'll put you to the front of the line if you're one of the guys who wants Harbaugh fired? <laughs> Let my agenda get through? Yes, no, is that what I'm, you're doing? I'm neutral on everything. I don't have except a, for don't picking have football agenda. games and oh, hanging I, out. You're more than oh, neutral at picking I'm football games. I'm definitely more than neutral and hanging out too, Tim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stony, do we have wow. more people on no, hold? Well, we 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 gotta. Do you want to do another segment? We do have callers on hold. I'll, I'll throw it to you guys. You want to ride with this, or you want to go to League at Large? We uh, could move League at Large to four fifteen if you think we have enough callers now. We can we can keep going with the callers four one zero five eight three. Stone Feltz wants Harbaugh fired. What say you? Yeah, Stone Feltz does want Harbaugh fired now. Would you agree with Stone? By dinner tonight. By we're, dinner time. We're taking more of your calls next here on the fan. Inside access. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.